Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Welcome to Ravens Press Pass. Today you will hear from head coach John Harbaugh, who was at the league meetings in Phoenix, Arizona. Coach Harbaugh spoke for about 30 minutes and, as you might expect, got a lot of questions about Lamar Jackson. Here's Coach Harbaugh. I haven't seen the tweet. It's an ongoing process. Uh, I'm, I'm following it very closely, just like everybody else is here, and uh, looking forward to a resolution. I'm excited thinking about Lamar all the time, thinking about him as our quarterback. We're building our offense around that idea, and, uh, and I'm just looking forward to getting back to football, and I'm confident that's going to happen. Do you anticipate him being your quarterback in week one? Uh, I do. You know, you gotta, you got to plan for all the contingencies for sure, but uh, I'm pretty – I'm pretty fired up about Lamar Jackson. I mean, Lamar Jackson is a great player. Lamar uh, came back in great shape last year. He's fired up to play. Uh, that's the Lamar that I'm looking for, looking forward to seeing. Can't wait to get back on the grass and go to work, and I'm confident that's going to happen. So you're following him on Twitter and seeing all the posts? And no, I don't live in that world, Jerry. You know, I'm not, I'm not a real Twitter guy. Uh, have you seen my tweets lately? No? No. That's, uh, uh, you know, you see it. I mean, obviously that stuff comes through. Guys... Guys like Jonah share those tweets with me, so we appreciate it. And uh, and uh, and it's been kind of fun watching some of that stuff too. So Lamar's great on Twitter. I mean, he's fun to follow. He does a great job with all that. So um, some of that stuff you get a good, you get a, you get enjoyment out of it too. How much direct contact have you had with him? You know, it's a unique situation right now. I would say it's different than than most years. This is a contract situation, so that's probably just a little different than other years. Not not as much. So. Uh, I'm looking forward to getting back, you know, to the to the normal way of doing things. Was there a point where you like kind of stuck? Is there a point like, and I know there's no hard deadline, but right. where it kind of hurts the team if it's not taken care of? Well, Albert, you know, that's a great question. I mean, I, the obvious question is yesterday. You know, you want it done already, but uh, but it's just not always possible. I mean, this is the real world. This is this is big time pro sports at the highest level, and contracts are important and they matter uh, to both sides. The thing that I love about the situation, I believe. Is that uh, in the end you got good people, you know, working together. I mean, we've been we've been with Lamar, you know, I've been with Lamar as a coach and, and, and players and coaches and and all of us in the organization have been together for what five years now. You know, we've been through some crazy things, some some amazing moments, some tough moments, challenges, ups and downs together. You know, we've hugged in the locker room after after wins. We've hugged in the locker room after losses. You know, those are things that last forever. Those relationships never change. So this is part of it, you know. This is it's part of the story that's being written, and everybody's writing the story. But I just appreciate that it's been handled with class. Lamar's handled it with class, and uh, and Eric and and Steve and Ozzy and all the people involved on that side have handled it with class. So that's what I appreciate about everybody involved. Oh yeah, absolutely. 
Absolutely. When's the last time you spoke and how would you I don't have a, a, a gauge on that. You know, it's been, oh, it's been a while. I mean, you know, it's, it's going to have to be. It's just, like I said, it's a unique situation. Uh, but when we get back together, you know, and I'm, I'm really hopeful that that happens and I, I'm, that's what I want to see, you know, it's going to be great. It's going to be good. Does it make a difference to you whether a player has an agent or not? To me, no, it doesn't. I don't, I don't think about that too much. John, if he's requested a trade, will you guys take calls? I, you know what? I to get all the details of that. I'm, I, I'm sure that Eric will do a great job of that. Whatever it is, I mean, you always everybody's talking all the time about everything in this league. That's just the way business is done. So, uh, I'm sure that business will be done the way it's always done. You know, but for me, my perspective. You know, I'm getting ready for Lamar. That's what I'm doing in our offense. We've got a new offensive coordinator, very excited about Todd Munkin. Uh, we're in the we're in the lab right now, building the offense and putting it together with the terminology and the plays and things like that. And that's that's what you focus on as a coach. And the rest of it, so you build your team. I mean, you build your team regardless. I mean, we're building our team all the time in all the different areas that you got to build it. And I know, and that train is moving, man. The train is moving fast. But here's the thing. You know, when Lamar gets back on board that train, he's fully capable of jumping on full full speed. You know, Lamar can go. And so when that train's moving and he merges in with us, we're going to be rolling. That's what, as a coach, that's what I'm thinking about. So you're literally building this offense still with the idea that Lamar is your Of course, of course. You know, and yeah, you prepare for all contingencies, but you build you build a great offense for, 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 for your players, right? I mean, that's what you do. And, and uh, Lamar's, Lamar's under contract, and that's the guy I'm – of course, I'm, that's the guy I want to see be our quarterback. You know, that's, uh, that's my guy. We, we, we made a decision to go with Lamar Jackson five years ago, right? Why? Because we love him. We love him. We love the way he plays. We love his mindset, his charisma, his style, uh, the way he is in the locker room. Everything about him, we love him. I love him personally. I love being the coach of the team that he's playing quarterback for. So that's what you do. You know, you build the team around your players, and, and that's what I'm excited to do. So, John, you don't see the relationship with him as being past the point that you can, you know, bring him back in, even when he was public. No, I, I don't see that at all. I mean, this is to me, this is part of the way it works, you know. And and however it works, hey, in the end, when it's all said and done, we're all you know not around the circle of this table right now. We're going to see each other somewhere. We're all going to we're going to give each other a hug and say how you doing, you know. And we're going to be friends. And and it's even more so that way with the players and the coaches that you work with every single day. So, you know, I don't know what direction it's going to go. I don't have a crystal ball. I can't I can't tell the future, but I know whatever happens, it's going to be good. It's going to be okay. And uh, and I'm and I have my hopes, you know. And like I said, I love Lamar Jackson. So, John, you were unaware of the, a, a tra- his trade request? I'm not getting into all that. That's that stuff. Those conversations happen. It's it's private. John, as a matter of course, when do you begin to build contingency plans? Well, I mean, I think you always are building contingency, plan, contingency plans. It's, it's a good question. You're building contingency plans for every position. You know, you can go out there and something can happen to any player and they can be not there the next day for some reason. So you've got to build depth into your team. We've always been a team that wants to build depth in. So every position, we're going to build depth into our team. We're going to try to be prepared for every possible outcome. This is a unique one, no doubt, with Lamar and our quarterback situation. But everybody goes through this in some form or fashion with their quarterback. So uh, this is part of it. It's part of the business. As a coach, at what point do you need to know who your quarterback is going to be? Well, you certainly need to know on the, the day of the first game, you know. <laughs> uh, and you need to do it at 1130 uh, before a 1 o'clock game. Because they need they, you, got to put the number, the names in. So that's like I know that's kind of a silly answer, but um, there is no like real hard fast date. Like I said, in our situation, Lamar Lamar is a great player. You know, when he's playing, he's going to want to play great football. He's going to want to be out there at his best. One thing I, I know about Lamar, 
he's going to work hard to be the best player he can be. Uh, and that's, you know, that's what you plan for. John, how did we get... new coordinator, a new offense, increase the urgency for him to get there? Can you say that again? Does the fact you have a new coordinator and a new offense yeah, I, I think it, it probably does in re- reality, but, you know, there's always urgency as a coach, man. You always want your guys there, but the offseason's voluntary, so we'll just see how it plays out with all the guys. John, how, how did we get here? Because you guys have said we want Lamar, but how did the relationship and the situation deteriorate to this point where Lamar is literally on Twitter today saying, I request a trade? You know, I don't, I don't really go back and track all that. I think it's natural. I think it's part of the natural environment of professional sports um, these are challenging things there's way more going on you know you know and you guys have all written about this stuff there's a lot of little moving parts to this deal that go beyond um, you know one player or one team or anything like that you know there's there's uh, there's there are pro sports issues with you know collective bargaining agreements and all that kind of stuff that that matter to people and uh, I think that's all kind of weaving its way into that and that's just part of it so you take it in stride you know you try not to worry about it too much and and just try to for us keep the focus on the things that matter which for us is football you know we're here for football we're here to keep it simple and get ready to play football as, as well as we can as a football team and uh, that's what we try to do John, maybe this is an air question but have you guys maintained contract negotiations with Lamar since you know the combine or whatever yeah I mean I, I don't know exactly how to how to describe that because Eric's doing that and he does a great job with it but but I, I know that they're working hard at it and they're you know, trying to be in constant contact. I mean, you're not you're not talking every second of every day, but it's, I, I, as far as I know, it's very consistent. Whenever the last conversation you had with about? Uh, we were talking about the, our coaching, our coaching staff, and we were talking about the offense going forward a little bit. You know, it's, it was more uh, texting. That's uh, that's how Lamar kind of likes to work in, in the off season. But uh, yeah, that was it. It was football. Talking about football. He and I are talking about contract stuff. John. And, John, I know your perspective on this, too. I know you're um, As far as, you know, with the trade request and this coming in uh, earlier, what have you, like, as far as the context of he can request a trade, but at the end of the day, there has to be someone that wants to dance. And, and even if that happens, you still have to get something commensurate with what you would feel would even make sense. And if none of those components happen, he can request a trade all he wants, right? Well, I mean, I just think the business part of it's the business part of it for sure. You've seen. I mean, that's kind of how it works. It's it's just part of the business of pro sports. Uh, those are those things come into consideration. Those conversations, I'm sure, get get had every day with every team. We've been in trade. We've had trade conversations with lots of teams about lots of players. You know, in all honesty, and uh, we we haven't made one yet. So, uh, you know, um, that's how it works. You said that you know Lamar is a guy who marches to the beat of his own drum in a lot of ways. Would you like him to see you know take a more traditional approach to handling himself with everything that's kind of come out in the past month or so? You know, I, I, one thing I learned from Andy Reid is um, he had to sign a little card in the back of his desk on the bulletin board and it said, don't judge. I think that's really important. You know, it's, uh, you know, everybody's got their way of, of operating and doing things and we have relationships and, you know, when we're together, we talk about things with all the different guys all the time. That's how you do. That's how you work. And so, uh, but I'm not going to try to judge anybody's style for doing things. I love Lamar. Love what he stands for. Love who he is as a person. Uh, his, his, his mom is a wonderful lady. I haven't had a lot of time with her, but I've met her. Um, he's got a, he's got a beautiful little girl. Uh, they, just a, it's a good family. I just know what he's all about as a person, where his heart's at, and that's that's what you think about. So, do you, do you feel like the purpose of this is to exert pressure? I really don't know. I, I don't know. It's uh, just all. I think it's part of the way it operates. It's part of the business of football. John, have you had any conversation with him as if? 
he does have, you know, no other option is the, the tag. Will he, are you certain that he will play under the tag this year? Well, I don't know. Okay. You know, I don't know. I don't have any. I didn't know if you had a conversation with him. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't know anything, really, so. Um, how limiting has this situation been in your ability to kind of build a roster given the capital space, not well, I don't think it's been a cap restraint issue because it's a solid number, so we know what we're at. So it's either going to be that number, you know, probably, or lower. You know, if you get a long-term deal done, then the, then the cap number for this year can actually come down a little bit. So I don't think that's too much an issue. And as far as the other part of it, like we said before, we're really building the whole team around around that situation. So the situation is what it is, and it's always like that. There's always guys on your roster that, you know, aren't signed, and you, you keep – up the business of building your team as best you can. It's bigger when it's your quarterback for sure, but other teams go through it too, so it's just how it works. John, what do you make of Lamar's time Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm not sure. I don't think, I don't think Lamar keeps too much track of when the meetings happen and things like that, but he might. I, I don't read too much into it. Well, because the reality is that you guys knew this, you know, behind the scenes for a while. I mean, the only difference today is that people know about it publicly today, and um, it's almost been business as usual for you behind the scenes. It's really the only difference today. Yeah, I just think it's an ongoing process. I mean, it's a good point. You know, it's just this is not. It's. It's. I know it's news cycles and and headlines and scrolls and stuff like that, and that's part of it. And that's really. I mean, that's part of the fun of sports, right? Everybody. Wants to, wants to see what's going on. I mean, I, I pull up on my phone and I pull up you guys and see what you're writing about or, or see what's going on in Ukraine. You know, I'm really interested in that. I'd like to see that get, get calmed down, you know, possibly. So that's, I actually look at that first, believe it or not. But uh, that's kind of an important deal. But it's just, it's a, it's, it just rolls, you know. It's just it's fluid and it's going to work out. And it's going to, we're going to, we're going to get up the next morning, God willing, and we're going to, we're going to roll and we're going to be playing football and, and nothing's changed in terms of the relationships. How we feel about Lamar, uh, how I, you know, how we want to build our team, the kind of team we want to be personality-wise, Lamar fits us that way. So that's that's how we're going. How do you put it back in the box when he says he wants out? He's your franchise quarterback. So how do you put that back in? It's going to work itself out. You know, it's a, believe me, if we're playing football next year and, and Lamar Jackson's the quarterback, we're all going to be happy. You know, and he's going to be fired up to play, and he's going to be happy to be out there playing too. And and because that's the kind of guy he is. I mean, he loves to play, and he loves his teammates, and. I, he loves his coaches, and I just think he—that's how—that's how it works. Like I said, it's a fluid kind of a thing. It's there's no there's no periods on any of this. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values, premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulge your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Okay. I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. 
And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th, just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. You're listening to Raven's Press Pass. Please rate and review if you haven't already. Make sure you subscribe and tell your friends and family that they should subscribe as well. Now, let's get you back to the rest of Harvest's Press Pass. Yeah, we're kind of answering down the more questions. <laughs> you guys, yeah. Are we done with that now? Great. You guys uh, picked up Nelson Aguilar last week. Just your impressions of him and how you see him fitting into the Yeah, Cliff. Thanks, Cliff. Thanks, Cliff. Uh, appreciate that. Uh, Nelson, Nelson, I'm just excited to have him. You know, he's a guy that we've had to play against. Former first-round pick, big, rangy receiver, uh, tough player, um, pro. You know, that's the way he's been described, and we, we had him in for the visit. That's the way he presented himself. I think he's going to be great for a young receiver room, uh, you know, him and, and Bate now, you know. And we're not done. We're not done in there at all. Plus the guys we've got coming back, and we like the we like the guys we've got coming back as well with Duvernay and, and Prochet and, not, you know, all the guys. So, um, But I think he's going to be a good addition for us, and I'm excited about it. And that's just one piece. It's one step. Can I answer the next question? Uh, you've had a long, longer time to look at the rookies coming out in this year's draft. Are you excited? As most people seem to think of the deep draft at that position. Have you seen that from what you see? I have. I've seen all those guys now. I've seen like 40 receivers now on tape. So that takes a lot of work. It's like you ask, what are you guys doing? We're not sitting around reading tweets all the time. You know, we are. You know, we're working on stuff. So it's been fun to look at those guys, and I think it is a deep draft for receiver. And there's a lot of guys that kind of fit the way we want to play. And the next step is going to be getting with Coach Munkin, Coach Lewis, Coach Martin, and, uh, and Coach Taggart. And talking about, okay, for what we're trying to build offensively, you know, which of these guys do you like the best in terms of targeting who we want to go after? Because we're going to draft a receiver. Charles, Charles, the head coach, you have had so many things in your organization. And you like, make it sound like you're sort of like letting Gary screw handle this. Is it at all frustrating? Just like, that, you, know, you feel like there should be some sort of way by now? You know, no. I, I, I answer that really actually with a firm no. I mean, I just understand that this is how it works. I mean, Lamar is a great guy, and Lamar's doing a nice job with the negotiations, and I think that needs to be said. People need to understand he's doing a good job, okay? And Eric's doing a good job. And, and Eric's getting advice from Ozzie and from Steve, and all those things are being discussed. Yeah, I'm involved in those conversations too, so I know where we're at. There really is no frustration other than the natural, normal, hey, this is how pro football works, you know? And it's probably easier than college football. They got the transfer portal. I'd just like to be dealing with that. So I, I feel okay about this. It's going to be all right. Yeah, NIL. We have contracts, so that, that's good. Did you, to follow up on Jeff's earlier question, do you feel that the uncertainty of the position negatively impacted you in free agents? Did you hear from free agents, you know, directly or indirectly, that, hey, we don't know who the quarterback is, we're not coming? Yeah, you know, I don't know. I mean, I think guys don't really tell you everything. Uh, if it did, it did. If it didn't, it didn't. I really don't know the answer to that, but uh, I'm not worried about it. The thing is, uh, the thing is with uh, Lamar, he's saying that the team is not 
meeting his value. So this is not a team thing, this is not a Baltimore thing, this is, he's underlining that this is monetary. So what room do you think that there is to get closer to what he feels like is his value so that this situation can be massaged by the time that you guys need to focus on football things? Right. Well, and to me, that's a very good question and a very good point because really at the end, that's the important thing. I mean, you got you got two sides that, that appreciate each other here, you know, and I think I, I think you know Lamar believes in us and we believe in Lamar and and we know where we want to go forward. So it's a monetary thing that can be figured out, that can be worked out. That's just a matter of negotiating, and I think we just continue down that road and eventually it'll get it'll it'll, it'll work out. There's always going to be creative ways to figure that stuff out. I think we forgot to ask you this at the combine, but I assume Lamar's fully healthy now. Is that the is that the case? I believe so. Yeah, yeah. John, you said he's earlier that he's smart just to beat him to drum, unique guy, a lot of conviction. I don't think I actually said that, did I? You said that. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. At what point just as you developed a relationship with him, did you sort of figure that out and get a sense of him as a person? Love you, Martin. Lamar's a unique uh, kind of a guy. Um, well, you know, I will say this. Everybody's unique, okay? And that's that's really true, right? We teach our kids that. And the thing about Lamar, Lamar is a great guy. He's a fun guy. And I saw that probably when we drafted him. And he got up there in front of the TV cameras and said, you know, I'm bringing the Super Bowl to Baltimore, you know, right away. And he was so fired up. And he's there with his family. And I, I fell in love with him right in that moment, you know. So uh, then when he came in for the visit, we had a chance to talk. And then really every day after that. So, um, yeah, he's he's he's. He's great. He's unique. He's 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 uh, he's fun to be around. You know, he's a charismatic guy. The players love him. Um, I love seeing him. When I see him in the building, you know, my 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 my, my spirit is lifted. So um, so in that sense, if that's walking to a beat of a different drum, that's that's a good beat to walk to for sure. Do you think that's that's part of this? I mean, like you said, everybody's unique, but people who feel strongly about their perception of the world and, and have strong ideas sometimes run into more friction when they make their way through the world and business and whatever it is? Deep question, no doubt, and probably and, and probably exactly right. You know, I mean, I think it's probably true. And um, now, what, what are the things that makes Lamar so, so good is his determination, right? I mean, he's been told, you know, not by us, because, you know, obviously we, we said, hey, that's our guy. But he's been told throughout since he was a little kid that he needs to play another position. Take it all the way back to that. And he's been firm and stubborn, if you want to use that term, He's been firm in the fact that he's. I'm a quarterback, and I'm going to stick to that. So, to me, that very mindset that you're talking about is the same mindset that's gotten him to where he's at as a football player. John, I believe T. Martin went down in South Florida. I know his son's playing baseball down there, but did he get a chance to, to meet with Lamar, talk with him at all? Yeah, uh, I, I know they connected in some way. I don't know if they got face-to-face -face together. T, T was also with uh, Tyler was down there as well. So, uh, yeah, T got a couple of days off to go down there and enjoy the sun. You know, I was like, man, I felt, I felt jealous about that. So, uh I'm not sure exactly what the communication was, though. Hey, I think they, I think they communicated. I know that. Pardon me. I know that you said that there's room to get creative, but do you think conceptually that it's harder or potentially difficult to do that, uh, especially with the news that came out with regards to a, you know, a representative in his group, you know, reaching out and things like that, if he doesn't get an agent to facilitate the talks, given the inertia that's kind of been there with that happening so far. I don't know. It probably just is what it is. You know, we'll just, it's the circumstances that, 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 that exist. So, you know, again, it comes back to the fact that, you know, we're talking about finances, we're talking about numbers, and numbers can be figured out. Okay. Um, 
had a great conversation with Shad about that and about really a little bit about that and a lot about a lot of other things. And he's in a great place. He's healthy. He's going to be running in three weeks. Uh, he's he's going to be ready to roll stronger than ever, uh, healthier than ever. Rashad's going to have a great season. I tell you, I'm, I'm a big believer in Rashad Bateman. He's going to he's going to come back ready to roll. What did he say about when you asked him about the tweet? Yeah, you know, I don't know. That's a private kind of conversation, but. He's he's in a great place with everything, and he talked to he talked to Eric also, so it's all good. You said you've been in the lab with Coach Monk, and um, how uh, at this stage, how likely is it the Ravens' offense to be? I don't want to say different, but a different approach than you know it has. And I guess how excited are you about that? Yeah, I mean it's 100% likely that it'll be different. It's always changing, but this will be a, a, a bigger change, obviously, because we've got a new a uh, new offensive coordinator, you know, and we've got new coaches in place. You know, T is the quarterback coach, Willie Taggart, and what a great football coach is going to be our running back coach. Greg Lewis is going to be our wide receiver coach. We keep George Gotze, who just came for the first time last year as the tight end coach. Uh, Joe Delisandris is the as the offensive line coach, and a lot of great young coaches. So. Um, it's going to be different. I, I think we're going to be. I think we're going to be exciting. We're going to be fun. We're going to be. We're going to be. Uh, we're going to still run the ball, but we're going to. We're going to throw the ball. We're going to be uh, up tempo, probably even more than we've been. We've been that at times. Uh, maybe a little more no huddle, maybe perhaps. Uh, but those are all things that uh, we're going to be working in a lot of worlds with our offense, and that's what I'm looking forward to. John, as far as uh, you back up quarterback, you tender Tyler. Um, is there still room where you might think about adding even another veteran as far as backup? Yeah, I mean, it's like we said before, uh, that's that's a possibility. It's really, you try to build your team as deep as you can, and I think that would be something that we'd be, you know, thinking about if the opportunity came around. John, with the, Josh Oliver moving on, you have, you know, three great young tight ends, or I guess two great, and then Mark. Do you have a kind of idea of who you want as, like, that inline guy that you have kind of lining up along the line? I'd say it's to be determined. You know, you've got those those guys are all good, good inline blockers, but they're not... <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> that's not uh, that's not where they, um, they they're bread and butter, so to speak. You know, so um, I think Pat obviously, you know, is a great blocker and uh, can move and do some things. So that'll be the task of uh, Todd and the offensive coaches to figure out the best way to use the guys we have and then develop those young guys as inline blockers as well. And you know, it's moving parts. You move guys around and uh, play to their strengths. John with uh, Lamar, you know, he's teased this this interview that he has with himself, kind of coming up on his YouTube channel. Is it a situation where you guys have like a kind of heads up about what might be coming so that there isn't this kind of blowback or whatever you want to call it? Yeah, not that I'm aware of. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Uh, I did see the the, uh, the the 30 second tease, is that what you call it? And uh, so, hey, it'll be great. It'll be fun to watch. Lamar's Lamar's great fun, and uh, it'll be good. So I, I don't know what's going to happen with all that. I don't worry about all that. You know, I just uh, think about the person, think about the people involved, and. Looking forward to, like I said, getting back in the grass and going to work on football. John, I don't know how much he's in touch with uh, J.K. Dallas, but how encouraged are you about what he did after he served last year and where he may be able to get to next season? Right. Well, J.K. for sure and also Gus, probably both coming off those knee injuries, Cliff. They're another year removed from major knee injuries, and uh, they both have had, had subsequent surgeries, too, to clean out the cartilage. Uh, even Gus had one to clean out the cartilage after the after the season. And they both told me what a difference that made. So I think those guys are going to be ready to, to shock the world. I think they're going to come back and play great football. So uh, on your offense line, lost, lost Ben Powers. I think everyone can expect that. Who would you say would be maybe the front runner right now? Like uh, that's a great question. You know, uh, Pat McCarry is going to be in the mix for sure. You know, Pat 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 can start at any time and anywhere, basically. So he's going to want that, do that. And, uh, you know, Ben Cleveland, obviously, is a young guy that we're bringing along. 
Um, we've we've uh, we've brought some guys in. You know, we got a we got a veteran guy at the end of the year. We brought him from Oakland, and yeah, John Simpson, who um, who I think is going to surprise some people. You know, he's had a nice off season so far. And then you know, we could move Daniel Falele in there too and take a look at him. So I think those are all possibilities, and and may the best uh, player who plays the best win the job. You don't know, obviously, Justin. I know you hope Justin Houston comes back, but outside linebackers, the two young guys, Adabo, excuse me, and uh, Oway, just how important is it for them to step up kind of this year and be part of the mix when Justin is back there? Right. For those, those two young outside backers to step up and be part of the mix is critically important. You know, that's just I actually had dinner with those guys a couple nights ago, and we were talking about it, and uh, they are excited, man. They are ready to roll. I believe in those two guys. You're talking about two first-round picks. That's what they are. They're two first-round picks, and uh, and then they've got you've got Tyus Bowser, who's a leader. So uh, between uh, those guys right there, I think it's a good a good group of young players that we can build around. And then, you know, if a veteran gets added, he gets added, or a guy gets added in the, in the draft, that's fine. But um, I believe those three guys are going to get to the quarterback. We do one more guy, John. Um, we did last, when you talked last night uh, that NFL games Yeah, well, I mean, that came out after we had, we kind of made our changes, so to speak, and that was something that, uh, you know, was a mutual thing, I guess you'd say. But, uh, you know, I, I believe I believe in, in the strength and conditioning program. It's really important to us. I mean, that's, to me, the foundation of your program is uh, your strength and conditioning program. Those guys are in there every day. You've got to, you've got to do a great job down there because this is a, this is a gladiator-type sport. You've got to be strong. You've got to be fast. You've got to be well-conditioned. And we try to chase that not just in the off season, but throughout the course of the whole season. So, you know, it's a lot of hard work that goes on down there and by coaches and players, especially by the players, you know, who work hard at it. And it's important what they think. So with that whole poll, uh, we take it seriously. We try to be as good as we can be at everything. We try to be the best we can be at every aspect of the program. So when things like that come out, but even more, Jeff, when we talk to our players one-on-one every single day, we ask those kind of questions and try to, you know, and we listen to their opinions. And sometimes we make changes based on it. Sometimes we say, hey, you know, this is the best we can do or we have to agree to disagree on this or whatever it might be. But you're always in communication with those guys. So I was really not surprised by any of it. Uh, It was actually a poll that was taken a year ago, uh, last March, the previous year after the 22 season or the 21 season. Um, So uh, we we had made steps, and I think I'm excited about where we're going with that. All right, thanks, Coach. All right, guys, thanks. That's it for Coach Harbaugh. Thank you for listening. As always, you can get every media availability interview press conference on the Ravens Press Pass. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and review. And while you're at it, tell your friends and family. Thank you for listening. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. 
What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know, he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. 